Stories are what we do to pass time. My name is Osadumibi, and every week I will tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Oluchuku Mwabuiku, and it's titled Conversation at the Post. You know, the truth doesn't give a fuck, Kalu said, his teeth breaking the granuts he popped in his mouth at frightening speed. They were sitting on heavy wooden crates waiting for their shift to be over. Kalu had brought enough granuts to feed an entire camp of refugees, and he sat cross-legged, enjoying the crunching sound they made when they met his teeth. It doesn't care for your feelings or any bullshit like that. It's just those after those of honesty. You know, like those boxing matches you see on television, where one guy is down, bleeding from the mouth and nose and ears, and the crowd is screaming for more blood, even though it looks like all he has is on the floor of the ring. Well, you, you are begging the referee to stop it, even if it's for a minute. Let him breathe. Let him get some rest. Femi nodded dipping his hand inside the bag of granites and grabbing a handful. At times like this, when Kalu was on a roll, it was best not to interrupt him. Now, don't get me wrong, go. I'm not saying that truth is bad. On the contrary, truth is wonderful. It helps to put things in perspective, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I do. Without truth, we would be living in delusion, thinking that stuff that isn't true is, and stuff that is isn't. Ha! Kalu shouted, part surprise, part amusement. You know, Femo, you have a funny way of speaking. It is, uh, what's that word again? Unconventional. Yeah. You always cut right to the bone. I love it. Femi nodded. The granots entered his mouth slowly as he did so. A grave ritual of understanding and resignation. He had heard this a thousand times before. And he was going to hear it a thousand times after. But I cannot speak like that, you know. I am a man of many words. It is probably a funny way to describe a common watchman like me. But it is what it is. I like to speak and make sure you get me. You understand that, right? Yeah. If everyone was curt in their speech, we would have to cut the dictionary in half. Words exist so we can use them. Ha <laughs> ha! There you go again! I love you, man. I really do. Kalu said, clapping. The husks of granite he was holding, spilling. But where was I? Ah, Yes, truth. As you said, it sets things straight, but people cannot handle it. Nobody likes to hear facts, except those they deem good. But that's not how it works. You can't select what happens, you know? You have to accept whatever life throws at you, because no matter what you wish was and wasn't, the status quo is the status quo, and you have to work with that. 
Motivational speakers think you can reject facts and recreate it or redefine it. But that, Mona me, as my father used to say, is in Shewu. God shit. Reality is reality. And you can't change what has happened. You can't reject it either. I mean, what is the point? How can you reject something in front of you? He's there. But what you fail to see, Kalu, is that people need to cope. People need a system to deal with the truth. If rejection helps them from falling into an abyss, can you really blame them? We are weak. Despite our so-called advancements, at our core, we are scared animals. We still hide like rats when faced with difficult realities. I wish we were stronger. Strong enough to shake things off and go on. But no, we are cursed with feelings. Weakness in a beautiful and complex package called biology. Femi laughed, a low scratchy sound which seemed to come from his throat. You are too cynical, Kalu. Too much for your own good. I have heard that before. Titi used to say it a lot. You remember Titi? The one with... Uh... He gestured with his hands, making a curved shape in the air. Femi nodded, even though he could not remember. There had been so many of them over the past months, and they all had the same shape. Kalu had a type. The numbers on the LED screen told him they had a few minutes left. He cleared his throat. The honest to God truth is that we only want beautiful, Kalu. Beautiful cars, beautiful spouses, beautiful children, beautiful art hanging on the beautiful walls of our beautiful houses. But art can be ugly sometimes. It should be ugly sometimes. You know why? It's because of everything we have discussed here, Kalu. Truth. The truth is ugly and cold and uncompromising. The truth is like our lives. Like life. Life is not easy, Kalu. You are the boxer on the floor of the ring, bleeding from your mouth and nose. And life is the boxer standing above you. Delivering punch after punch to your gut. Life is the crowd, screaming, pleading for blood. Life is also the viewer at home, unable to press that big red button on his remote because he's rooting for you, hoping for a miracle or an intervention from the referee to stop the carnage. And life. Life is the referee too. Allowing the fight to go on because despite the blood and pain and anguish, he knows you are a fighter. He knows you are built to take it. He knows that after the bell sounds and your opponent's hand is lifted in victory and you are carried from the ring quietly, you will rest for a day or two. Then you will go back, running, punching, fighting. Yeah, you are right. We are weak. And sometimes it seems like we can't go on, but we fight back. That's what we do, Kalu. Fight the hell back. Because it's not going to be easy. And different challenges are going to come our way, like punches wrapped in gloves. And sometimes 
we dodge and get that beautiful child or wife. And sometimes, it hits us square in the nose and the beautiful painting turns horrid and scary. But we get up to fight another day, Kalu. We are built to take it. For a few minutes, they sat in silence, each man going over the conversation in his head. Then a low scratching sound reached their ears and they looked up. It was a sound they recognized. The sound of boots kissing gravel. The sound of footsteps. From around a corner, Pius and Yarrow materialized, ready to swap places for a few hours. Kalu got up, his cramped joints popping in relief, and Femi followed suit, dusting the granite husks off his trousers. They shook hands with the substitutes and walked off, leaving the new men to deal with the mosquitoes and the burden of conversation. Olochukumu Abuiku is a writer who resides in Lagos, Nigeria. He is a law student and an avid lover of music and fried plantain in equal measure. You can read more of his work on Medium and connect with him on X at Fufu Five Raps. Details and links will be in the episode description. If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, send an email to info at osadumebi.com or send me a message at osadumebi on either Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn or Twitter. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, please subscribe, leave a review and tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week. <laughs>